Well, hi, welcome to uh, Dance of the Soul. This is our weekly podcast that we do every week at four o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And uh, you can it can be seen if you're watching now, either on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, what we do is try to talk about anything spiritual. Um, uh, I'm uh, my name is Regan Forston, and I'm a uh, I'm a life between life and past life regressionist with the Newton Institute, actually on the board there. And uh, we have a process where we uh, help people receive a deep state of uh, relaxation or trance. And in that state, our clients actually visit past lives and go beyond that to where they go in between lives, which people call heaven or the afterlife. And uh, we've done that. Uh, we do that all over the world with people. We have about uh, over 200 therapists in 46 countries, and we've been researching the afterlife. So a lot of information is on my site. And this is my partner here, uh, Natasha. Hi, Natasha. Why don't you tell them about yourself? Well, I'm Natasha Venter, and I'm a medium, intuitive, personal awareness coach. I do a lot of intuitive work, and the reason why I'm called a personal awareness coach is because I take those emotions, the past lives, a lot. Regan and I do a lot of the same work in a way. I just come at it from being the person who tells you things and 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 gives you a perspective. I like to help people get perspectives about their lives and their emotions. A lot of people are walking around with shame because they've, you know, lived a life of made choices and, and, you know, done things and, and they haven't always felt good about them. And so they carry shame about some choices. And I want people to know that, that that's not something that we need to carry. And so I like to help people through that. And that's that personal awareness part. And then I give the intuitive part by the angels talking with angels, guides and loved ones. And then, you know, the medium is just being able to communicate with the spirit of life. So with that, the, you know, I love Regan's aspect of things because he does go through and, and brings you into, you know, walking the path of meeting your guardians, your guides, and, and you get a perspective there. And I've had people who come to me after a session with him and gotten clarity about what did spirit truly mean with that? What yeah. did the what did my guides truly what was this image that I got of a, a dog with a human head on it? You know, it's like I didn't understand that, but I can give you a perspective on something like that. So with that, that that that's where, you know, when you have a team, and that's why Regan and I, we are so grateful to be here. Because yeah. of the fact that we together bring a perspective that I I just love that perspective. Regan, you and I just we've we were brought together, you know, months and actually, Regan. What? This is our year anniversary. Now I don't know if it's this this date. Really already? But September, uh, I have to check. Where we, did we go on the second week of September or the third week of September? You know, I I actually um, <laughs> I actually forgot, but it was sometime around September October, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I think actually it's the, it's the second week of October, I think is what, cause it's right after Labor Day that, uh, that we started out. And I, I, once we started communicating, yeah. it was like, we just went into click into fifth gear of a car and, and, Those, you know, right. the five gears and, and we've been great ever Those since. Five really fast, it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, we just want people to know out there that they're not alone, that they're, they're actually an immortal soul, you know. Um, there's so much we have proof, proof after proof after proof now that there is an afterlife, and 
that you're not you're not born out of happenstance that you actually chose you actually chose to be incarnated and you chose the uh, the people in your life to uh, learn different uh, experiences although you may be cursing yourself uh, that you did make these choices because sometimes it's very difficult but um, I think you know the souls that are here on uh, in our realm uh, uh, from all the research we've done are very brave souls. In other words, they came down sometimes to do, to learn tough lessons, you know, they, because they, they knew from the higher perspective that, it would, you know, it's like signing up for a, a really hard course in college that you know is going to be tough and you're going to have, going to be pulling your hair out to learn, but you really want to learn it. So you just, you know, bite the bullet, go and sign up for the course and you're in the middle of the course and you're thinking, what was I thinking? And, this is too hard, but you just stay in there and you learn the lessons and then you graduate and you're so happy that you stuck with it. You mm -hmm. know, you're so glad you didn't quit. And then you realize all that you learned in that life, you know, to have a success. Um, what we found out in the research is, you know, you, you would think that because we come from heaven, which is our true home or, you know, that's where we're, we're uh, created. And then we come down here for experience. Uh, you think it would be all, um, easy going because we have such a, a bigger viewpoint coming from the other side. Um, and I know a lot of souls when they get down here and they realize, you know, with the wall shut off and they kind of forget what they're down here for. Uh, and they really get into the human uh, emotions and feelings. And uh, it's a lot of them want to quit. And so some people have, you know, partial success in their mission. Other people do really great. But I know we got people, souls on the other side that when they get before the council, they're just like, ah, oh, you know, like I could have done so much more. I, you know, I could have done the eight. I could have yeah, done. Why was I playing video games half my life, you know? Exactly. Uh, that might have, maybe they came down here to do that. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. But we wanted to talk today about transitions because so many people, Everybody knows someone right now that's going through transition because of COVID. You know, they're changing jobs. They're changing friends. Uh, sometimes they found out that the people that they're with, they can't live with because they've been with them 24-7 for months on end. And some people have chose to leave relationships. So uh, what do you think, uh, Natasha? Because I think the hardest thing is sometimes like when like people that, that with this transition with COVID, uh, and all of a sudden they decided, you know what, I'm not going back to that dumb job that I had, you know, but they don't know where they're going. They have to like, it's a scary place to be, you know? Yes, it, um, it is. And it, how do you, you know, I, I guess all I can say is people just have to trust and you have to start moving forward, even, even in a little tiny step. And that momentum kind of gets you to where you're going to go. But if you just stay and you don't do anything, you don't do any research, you don't do anything, what can you expect? you know, you're going to have problems. Exactly. And and that's the thing is, is that, you know, the, the, we talked about what we want to talk about last week and we both talked about, you know, transitions would be good, you know, cause I know that, that, yeah, it, it is about transitioning and people freak out sometimes yeah. about that pre-thinking what transition is going to be like. And how do you know what the future is going to be? How do you know what things are going to happen? And I'm going to kind of take a little commercial here. Did you give somebody our link? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> I said it. That's uh, yeah. That's someone I know, and um, he's uh, maybe just watching. Okay. Okay. Because his camera's off, so I I just want to oh. make sure because I I didn't want to click on you know, uh, so yeah. Yeah, someone I told about the show. It's a client of mine, and uh, uh, he didn't want to be on the show, but you know I, that's right. I, instead of telling him to go to Facebook, and I just sent him the link. You're good. Oh. You're good. You're good. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. So now that we're so, so there again is a moment where we were going to have an all of a sudden transition. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing about when we're doing things and, and navigating things, sometimes we just got to communicate. You know, we always, you know, a lot of this, when we're going into transitions, job changes, new pets, uh, our relationships changing. Some friends are leaving. Some some marriages are splitting up. Some new relationships are coming in, yeah. and we forget to communicate. How do you mean, like communicate? I mean communicate. communicate. It, it's like me stopping and saying, eh, "Just a minute here." You know, did you give somebody a link? You know, because that helps with the transition. Like for me, that the when we're um, I was transitioning my job that I do extra than this, that I needed more hours in my personal life to do this wonderful gift that I have of doing um, sessions and that kind of thing. And I communicated with my my uh, principal, you know, hey, this is what I was thinking. I started it last year. And then this year I kind of said, this is going to happen. And he tried to tell me, yeah, it's not going to happen. I said, uh, yeah. How can we work this out together? How yeah. can we make this better for the both of us? Because it's not necessarily that I, I'm right and it's not about you being right. And actually, that's what my uh, newsletter is about is how to get other people's perspectives. Uh, yeah. That, you know, as we're going through things that many times we go through transitions, trying to keep it all in our, our heads, all in our knowings and our knowings start spinning. The negative talk and communication even if like i tell my my spouse my husband can i just talk this out for a little bit just to get it out of my head because that yeah. transition was going to be kind of bumpy and i didn't know how i wanted to play it out necessarily but i needed to at least have somebody who i can just kind of reference something from yeah well hey i'm just wondering now my, my clients are just listening it's funny we're talking about this subject because that's exactly what he's going through right now is uh, change in relationships, change in, you know, friends, change in job, change in a place where uh, he lives, everything that's that way. If I was to just, I mean, because I don't, this would be people watching too, so they understand how mediums work and everything like that. But if I was just to give you his first name or something, would you pick yes. up something? I can. Uh, but but he, he also likes to be called another name. That he goes by, but he was born with a certain name. So, do you need the name he was born with, or the the name that he chooses? Oh, no. to call and, and and I'm getting a feeling though he's feeling kind of vulnerable about this. So I and right. and I don't like to necessarily give people. Um, I I I need his verbal. Okay. For yeah. This. Okay. Well, that, and yeah, and I'm getting that hesitancy, that. and I honor people that way. That. Yeah. Uh, but what we can do is, is that maybe if you know something in generality, you know, because well, we got we got a, we okay. got an hour show here that we can pull a couple of information in that maybe support. Yeah. What I about know, something? 
in general, like like uh, I think one thing that he's working on now is, um, uh, you know, where is he going to work next? You know, mm-hmm. and he's got a lot of skills. He's a great like he he's uh, uh, I've known him for a while and he's a very heartfelt person, very loving and kind. He wants to do something for others, but he was stuck in a kind of job where he couldn't. It was more corporate. It was like I get it. I get it. And and then and yeah. so this is what I would suggest for anybody. Okay. right now going through a big transition and what i'm hearing from the angels and you know personal guides mm-hmm. that as we're going through this make a list make a list make a list and i'm hearing this for pretty much anybody going through a transition make a list because of the fact that let's say for me being a housewife there for a while i was a housewife okay so a housewife yeah you know, I can clean house. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, but I'm going to put that down. I can clean house. Oh, wait a minute. Manage situations. Oh, yeah, which housewives do, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I actually can actually understand paperwork. Uh, you know, so you start putting down oh, yeah. some of the lists that you, oh, wait a minute. My friends always tell me I should be a counselor. So with that, putting up, you know, some of the things that, that I can interact with other people's emotions. Well, I know how to work with people. I I've had friends actually told me I should become a counselor. So I could put that necessarily in my resume, but it may be a job interview, you know, uh, that you start putting these lists of what things have been. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I I've been told that, that, uh, that, I can actually be, I'm very crafty about things. So with yeah. that, instead of saying, like, if you're going into doing something, instead of saying I'm crafty about something, you'd say, well, you know, I'm able to put things together really well. Yeah. I have a way of putting things together. I know how to, not, it's not just about organization. It's just, I can see things coming together. And yeah. and you kind of put in that generalness of what things are and you put down your pluses. What do I have? And then if you really need to put down doubts about yourself. Okay. Because you might find that those doubts are just wonky doubts, you know, that actually you actually did something that would cover that doubt. And so with that, that the, there's oh. those things, because we're all going through something. These transitions, and they're aiming at us like boom, 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 boom. You know, I had a girlfriend, the girlfriend that I was down in California, and, and you know, she's given me permission a little bit to talk. But she went through a major surgery, sold her house, bought another house bought a new car, uh, you know, she, she basically unearthed 90% of her life. We all go through stages where life just rips us out. But yet at the same time, though, if we can work through the grief of that. And transition always has grief. Yeah, always. People doesn't give grief to me is is if you don't get to go to the to the the restaurant you've always wanted to go to because it closed down you're gonna grieve it. Yeah, well, you know it's funny now these things that are coming up because I was just talking with my client about he has a good friend of his that worked uh, at a at a grocery uh, place and they opened up a new outlet and they're gonna send her there and then the first thing that my client says is boy he's gonna miss all those people he worked with. You know, and it's like there's a grieving in that in that changing of uh, of of all these energies that you have. It's not just a job. It's the, uh, you know, it's it's like sometimes the people we work with were 
we're closer to than even our family or we know them better because we work with them all day long. And it's and, never going to be the same. Once yeah. you start, once you lose connection daily, yes, you can keep that connection there, but you don't have that. Oh, you look like you had a rough night last night. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you don't see those ins and outs. And I even going through the grief pre process, even though I wanted this change, this transition, yeah. I don't get to see some of the kids that I was that I was interacting with. And I can already tell that they're not close to me like they were yeah. last year. You know, you know it, yeah. Now, you'd have some insight in this because I keep thinking to my client, I've never met a person that's so equally left and right brained. In other words, mm -hmm. he's highly intelligent. He can research and knows things about things that you would never know. He, get, he, he Sometimes when he's talking, I have to, because he's, it's like, like I'm, I'm, he's way above me in, in, mm -hmm. um, in uh, some of this knowledge he has about things. But um, he's such a heartfelt person. And I just was thinking now, because he read, he was working in tech, you know, before, like online computers, doing all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, and he's very intelligent that way, but he, he didn't like the way that him being a manager, he was told to have to treat people, yeah. you know, try to work. He, and he said, he finally said, screw you. I'm not going to be do, being mean to people. So it's almost like, I think it, he would be happiest. I just, what I'm thinking, if he was doing something that's right brain in, in, in creating things and helping people, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, uh, he's, he's very good around people. He's very compassionate and kind. And man, if he could get a, a job in, you know, like, like in a nonprofit organization or something that he believed in or something where he knows he's making a difference and where he can interact with people of that same thing that are into helping humanity, not into, hey, you know, technical, mm -hmm. let's make as much money as we can kind of thing. Um, well, I know, I know one of um, our tech high school teachers was a businessman who ended up teaching tech and now he's running the, the tech part of our, um, our district. Uh, and so because he had the brain that could keep up with a lot of these kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause a lot of these kids are so, so freaking smart, you know, because they're, and, and there's a lot of kids that people, I'm going to say this lovingly. <coughs> there's a lot, there's some people that are just on the spectrum, just over and so they're very good, very smart at things, and yet they they have a hard time with the social stuff. Now, this person I'm not saying that about, but yeah. I'm just saying, though, that, that there's so many kids, and, and I mean young adults, basically, that need to transition out of where they're at because family and, and that kind of thing. And, and that, that's a specialty. If you can work with some people that way and and what I'm hearing, because um, and I'm going to say that that when I'm doing a session with someone, unless they give me permission, I do not give details and I will not give details. Right. To I like that. Integrity. He would um, like that about you. <laughs> thank you. Yet at the same time, there's those airwaves that pop in. It's kind of like when you walk into a door, you can tell if somebody's angry or not. Well, there's mm -hmm. these these layers that are outside somebody. And I can tell that that this person that is watching that if if this person was willing to step into this part of him that is a little bit insecure, he's going to find the avenue. What I'm asking him to do is start looking out of his box, mm -hmm. look out of his box and me giving the school 
scenario, it's not about going into the school, but see about doing, like you're saying, the nonprofits or that kind mm -hmm. of thing, that there is something about, there's a lot of community right now that yeah. has holes in them, that has holes in them. And the jobs, the people have left because they burnt out. And now it's time for fresh, I'm going to call it blood, fresh knowing fresh yeah. minds, fresh energy to pop in. And this is a perfect time to think out of the box. Yeah. Well, what yeah. if maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm not even in the right thing, but I'm thinking he has so much technical skills with computers and that. I even thought, gosh, if he was with a nonprofit organization that was helping children, you know, helping disadvantaged kids learn technical skills, mm -hmm. you know, cause I think it's, it's, it's just about, I think being in the environment where you're helping, you know, being in the environment where you, you when you, just say if you're teaching a young kid how to get, a, you know, do work different programs on a computer and, and the, the self-worth that he gives that kid, that a kid learns this new skill or something, you know, and you actually can interact and make some kind of change with people. And then the people you're working with, if, like I say, if they're really heartfelt people, I think, you know, when you go into work, it's, it's a whole different feeling than going into this New York stock exchange and work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. And that's the thing is, is that like this, this tech teacher that I was talking about that went from corporate industry to teaching kids, 87%, 80-ish percent of his class went into some kind of tech. So went, went, uh, went to work for um, certain companies and, and managed a lot of things like even my kid who had him was able to support me in my business and helping me navigate through because i know for me a lot of my intuitiveness <laughs> put me in front of a computer and i'm short-circuiting it you know yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm doing much better now i gotta say I, i'm doing much better but there's that fine line that when you find those industries that can help set up that avenue it, it's amazing Personal session, I could go more into detail yeah. right now. I'm kind of scraping along the edge here. Because I think you'd be a good coach for him there because he's right in that transition. And also, too, I he's highly intuitive. I almost think he'd be a medium if... Uh, if <laughs> a if lot he, of people are. That is the amazing thing about life right now is, is that even if we don't use our intuitiveness for doing like readings like I am, Many of us can use it for, let's say, if you're a realtor, okay, mm -hmm. and you can look at a bunch of houses and you're intuitive, you can go, oh, I want to show my customer this one, this one, and this one. Yeah, you're I'm just not even going to deal with those. Yeah, you know, because you know the energy of your client, yeah. and you know, or people who are, um, or are trying to figure out contracts for a business. Yeah, you put your hand on the people on the paperwork, and you can tell. Which contractor is more more integrity for your business? Yeah. So people can use your intuitiveness left and right in other ways. Yeah. It's just that that part of uh, of how we're working and the salvation. Uh, Veronica here, and I'm sorry, you're you're oh, right, left here. Um, the Salvation Army um, teaching kids computers. Not all families can afford computers. This is this would be better unless. Uh, um, yeah, for less privilege. Sorry. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it, to be able to help? You know, well, you know, some of these corporations are giving out all these computers to schools and things like that, but they don't have enough teachers to teach the kids that 
how to use the computers, you know? Mm -hmm. So, hmm. well, it's funny because I was talking to my client. Uh, he was at a, at a, at a, an event yesterday and he had a friend that was running late as usual. And uh, he said, it was amazing because I told my other friend, I said, he's a hundred miles away. He just friend was driving hundred miles away. And we didn't, he didn't have no clue when the guy says, I bet he gets here at like seven forty-eight or something like that. And right at seven forty-eight on the dot, here he pulls his car up, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they had a joke about that. And I, uh, I thought that was, uh, was kind of funny, but he's just, uh, and, and um, he's even uh, studied Reiki. He just, uh, he does, um, uh, and and in the, you know, me counseling him, and, and when I've seen him, he's been a great client, and uh, he, uh, you know, he, he even doesn't d just do it for money, like he'll do a session with a friend, and they'll swap Reiki sessions, or massage, mm -hmm. or something like that, and I think that's kind of helped keep them balanced, because, you know, it's in there, so I just, I'd love to see him, but I don't know about the kind of jobs, you know, I mean, I guess he, he, he'd have to do the research and find all that out. But I could just see him being happy with uh, with a group of people that just want to get up and be nice to people every day, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And he, he would just really, really, uh, I think he'd really flourish in that. You know, it might not be a lot of money, but I think he's he's happy with just having the amount of money he needs, you know. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, and that's the thing is, is that there's different opportunities out there for people and and you know he he's gone now um sadly i so you know we'll talk afterwards about this but you know i i was hoping that that you know through this talk that we talk about transitions that people trust a little bit more through that moment of of the the breakthrough you know it's that it's that stepping into the unknown and trusting that we have the ability to navigate and um let me uh get a card here that that um that would be would be good representation but of course i've shuffled my deck and up oh, here it is so it's that it's the birth to rebirth and some people when they when they're going through the endings of of the birth of life mm -hmm. there's a little hyphen in there Oh yeah, a little hyphen, but so many people through transition stand on that. They stay in that wobbly space in between this and that, and they're they're not necessarily making good choices about things and or moving with it. A lot of times, um, the that as we're going through things, but if we can just step over that that little hyphen and just step more into that transition, and I know for me, you know, the years that my parents were passing. And having kids at the same time and, and moving homes and, and navigating through life in general, that it was amazing how, how things kind of just, when I went into that trust of it, it was amazing how life just kept moving me forward. And, and I was able to navigate it a little bit better because of the way life was moving me forward. Because I went into the trust, I went into the walk, I went into the talk and, and, and did that, that step by step. And I know right now people are feeling like their legs are cut out from underneath them. And, and that's a truth. Yeah. You know, that is a truth that, that when we go through transitions, our legs do get out from underneath us. We get onto roller skates on rocks where we can't really move feeling and, and, it, but it's just part of life. And, and if we can just move with it. 
Yeah. We do survive. We do you know, survive. I'm thinking sometimes it seems like there's several different ways people go through transitions. Some of it is where the universe just puts them in a certain place. Like the company gets taken over and all of a sudden they say, oh, you're out of a job now. And then there's some people that maybe they, uh, they lost their temper and punched a coworker and they lost a job and now they're in a transition. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, in, it's like in one way when you, th you would think that when it's none, you know, when it didn't have anything to do with something they did like bad karma, it would be a different way of moving on than, than them being in a spot that they put themselves into mm -hmm. rather than being put in there by someone else, you know? So how do we, how do we uh, give advice to both those types of people that want to move on <laughs> you know, in the transition? It's like, cause one of them knows, Oh my God, I, I caused, or maybe someone's got an addiction and they got fired, you know, mm -hmm. or, or they, they lost a relationship because of, of something. And, I guess I, well, when I say that, maybe it's similar to that to people that have addictions and that, and then they ruin their relationships. That the way, to, only way to move to a happy kind of life that way is that they got to fix their brokenness in a way, right? Mm -hmm. They can, yeah, yeah. Are, and are that's they, the thing is, is that sorry, Regan, uh, that yeah. you know, life is here to teach us. Life is here to teach us, and when things happen like that then that's the time that life is trying to say, ah, look at this a little deeper, please. Look at this a little deeper. It's kind of like, I'm going to give an example. Let's say uh, somebody has a heart attack. Okay. Now, sometimes it could have been because that person drank, smoked, and, and you know, did everything like that. But also, too, a lot of people who drink, they use their heart chakra you know, they, they're very heartfelt people. They're very sensitive people. And they're, they're very heartfelt people. And they, or they always say, I give you my heart. I'm giving you my heart. My heart, my heart, my heart, my heart. Well, pretty soon they don't have any heart left. Okay. So with that, the, that transition of, of the heart attack is saying, okay, time to come back to self. Time to come back to self. Quit. Yeah. You know, there is a balance between out there and self so how can we manage that that difference between the two of those and yeah. that's why i always use the mantra what is this here to teach me because of the fact that if we have an addiction and we're we're yet having problems it's like oh okay this is waking me up what is this here to teach me it's waking me up to say you know like my husband the day he got pulled over on our drive dead end road I had to drive past him to get to the dentist. What do you think life was telling him? That either he gets it together or he's going to have some problems. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking I have all kinds of scenarios why somebody would, you know, punch somebody at work. And I'm thinking there may be some scenarios where, you know, that person they punched needed to be punched in a way. And they lost their job because of it. And there may be some times where you, you punch that guy because there's something wrong with yourself, mm -hmm. you know, management I mean, or, or, or yeah. it's gosh, life. It's like, sometimes you go, why can't life be so much more simple, <laughs> but there's, there's just no black and white, you know, it's, it's all this stuff. But I guess people, see, I would think that people know themselves 
when they're when they can be honest with themselves and they they know that there's something that needs to change you know they need to change a certain way that they, they need to get more self-love or they need to find a way to you know get help for their addiction i mean i have one client he's been in rehab eight times you know and uh he just wanted to give it all up but i said well look at this you keep trying you know you you that's a good thing you know he didn't just yeah. give it up and he keeps just going back, you know, after something bad will happen. And I thinking, matter of fact, this is a great story and it gets me all emotional. Um, he was, uh, there was a place in LA that I, I would play poker at uh, that was kind of an illegal the game, but it's at a, at a place there that this guy has a little shop and and the, 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 the local police know all about everything. It's just guys getting together, you know, playing poker, you know, a couple mm -hmm. times a week. Uh, but this guy was living at the, in this, the, the owner of there was an ex addict and, and he knows all of, he tries to help other addicts and things. So he, he let this guy sleep there, you know? So, um, he, uh, this person, I'll just, I'm going to call him John. Okay. Mm -hmm. So John got a bad batch of something and he became violent and they, they had to, uh, you know, uh, and they thought he was going to die. So they took him to the hospital and he punched the doctor he, you know, uh, it was awful. You know, he finally got out of there. He felt so bad because he's not a cruel, he's a nice person. And here he was, he could have. Because could, of the drugs. Yeah. He could have killed the, uh, the physician, you know? Um, and so that got him to a low point and he knew I was a therapist there. So he, he said, maybe I need some help. So we scheduled an appointment and he canceled it, you know? And, uh, and then, uh, one night, um, I happened to be going by there. I saw the light on in there. They weren't having a poker game. I said, let me go to stop in there. And he was the only one there. And we just had a nice talk for uh, like an hour. And I got to kind of get to know him. And that's how I found out about the eight times that he'd been there and everything. And he said the last time he was there, he felt he was up on top of this mountain. And he felt a connection with God for the first time. And he went back and wrote a poem. It's got, And it was called, God is looking for some place to abide you know some place to live you know mm -hmm. like in, in a per person like and he wrote this poem and it was so and he, he says i'll give you a copy of it so he actually he knew it by heart still even though he wrote it all down i read it and it was very moving and he gave me a copy you know so we had another appointment i went to go see it and he he had uh uh he broke uh, parole on something he had to go back to jail for a few Aww. days so i got the feeling i was i was 300 miles away, but I was going to be in there. I said, well, I'll look him up when I get back to LA. And as I'm getting there, I get this thing. It says, you know what? I still have this poem here. So I thought I got to find a printer here. I'm going to print this. I'm going to put it in a frame and give it to him, you know, so that he can have it, put it on his wall. So uh, right across the street from this poker place is a printing place. As I drove by, I went, oh, this is neat. If I, I told the man what I was doing. He found a frame. He helped me frame it. We made it, put it on nice paper, uh, printed on nice paper, put it in there. And so this whole time, no one's there but me and the framer. And he did that. He didn't even charge me for it. So I walk out. I get in my van, and I'm making some last-minute adjustments to there. And there's a knock on my window. And guess who? On my car window. And it was him. He had just gotten out of jail. He was going back there at the exact same moment that I, and I, it, I had to cry because I went, this is so, this is so heavenly, you know? Yeah. Divinely, so, yeah. That's that sync. That's what synchronicity is. It's that, that, yeah. that universal aha moment. 
like I had that intuitiveness to follow that just says, mm-hmm. and, and he cried, you know, when I gave him the thing and everything. So I haven't seen him since it's been a few years and I don't know what's happened, but I know that that moment somehow was something we both needed, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, anybody listening, you probably have stories like that of this synchronicity of this, this thing when you, when you have this open heart and you decide to do something for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and how you go, you just know it was meant to be, you know? But I think it was it, it meant as much to me as it did him. That's what was interesting, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Veronica, for chiming in. I appreciate you. Uh, yes, it, it, those kinds of stories are just because even you know a lot of times through our transitions in life and navigating life, we have people in our lives that are like that, and they never get their legs underneath them. You know, they just don't. Yeah. He- and and it's just a story of their life. They just don't have the the thing that can get them over the edge. And yet, at the same time, though, those moments that you had with him probably helped him stay out of the deep do- down hole. Maybe, you know I mean? maybe so. At least but, for that, at least for a while, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll have to look him up next time I go down and see how he's doing. But um, yeah. Um, and it, it's funny because I begin to realize as a therapist too, that some people, you know, like with him, maybe he'll, you know, I'll find out he's died of an overdose or something down there. But the thing is, is I could really tell that he was a good man. Mm-hmm. You know, Bottom he may have done some things wrong, spent a little time in the pokey, you know, but he, some people are just good salt of the earth people and they're, their behaviors and things like this have to do with a lot of the stuff that's happened to them in their life. And they just quite haven't had a way to get over that. They, um, didn't, they, they weren't taught better to do better. Yeah. They did not thing. have, they didn't have the, the, uh, the life to support their greater good. Yeah. You know, like, like I can talk about my, I have one child that, that, you know, he just had it from the minute he was born. He just had it, whatever the it was. I mean, life, I heard, I went to some, get a reading when he was like nine months old. And she says, he's never going to have troubles. He's just going to sail through life. This is his life to have an easy ride. My second child, sadly, was born in the midst of chaos. So she represents a little bit of that chaos and just didn't have the, a lot of the tools uh, and, and to be honest with you, when I was carrying her, I had a lot of things I was worrying about. My mom was dying of Lou Gehrig's disease and, and, you know, just, I had, I had things and, and so she she got a little bit of that, that depression gene yeah. in her that that's really strong in my husband's, I, my husband's, uh, he had three, two uncles that committed suicide. So, uh, with that, the, the depression runs pretty strong in that family and, and with the with those transitions like that, that that you know, she just didn't have the tools to navigate through. Now, if I was a different mom, you know, having an alcoholic dad didn't help. But if I was a different mom, she probably would have been one on drugs. She would have been on, you know, she would have had a lot of problems, maybe even more depressed than she's been in her life. You know, because of the fact that that as we go through things and as we navigate things that who who we have around us helps us either to make it or 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 we have it ourselves. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking again, too, we talked about this one time, too, about what I guess people refer to it as the butterfly effect. 
you know, like a little thing you do that turns down when you can look at a little thing you did. And, and if you were to follow it all the way to the end, it becomes a huge thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just thinking about the little kind, that's why little kindnesses are so important. Like to smile at a clerk, you know, sometimes uh, that makes people's day, you know, that the watching the show, I know some of it's scripted because I know I, did, I was in two reality shows in Hollywood. So I know they're, even though they're kind of semi-reality and somewhat scripted, uh, but there's a there's a lot of realism in it, and that's the uh, undercover boss. Mm-hmm. Watch that, you know, and just to see the real tears in people's eyes when somebody who's their boss or some when they get some recognition of of seeing them as a good person, of seeing them as a good worker, and so many people that are working that that's what's missing in so many businesses is they don't acknowledge the people, they don't make them feel like they're seen, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, the same thing in, in marriages, you know, it gets that way that if if it, if you're in a relationship and it gets stale and then all of a sudden it's like your partner walks right by you, doesn't even see you, yes. you, know, you know? And how, how horrible that is inside, how that tears people apart, you know? So- But at the same time, I'm gonna say though, that we treat each treat people or we teach people how to treat ourselves. So yeah. when my husband who lovingly works 10 to 12 hour days, I mean, and he, he's tired, he, he's in service. Uh, so he's, he, you know, for a local Napa store. So he has a lot of um, people <laughs> and it's not always his greatest skill working with people. And so there's times where he's just kind of, uh, yeah. well, he walks right by me. So what I do, as I stand in front of him uh-huh. and I hug him and he kind of goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I and, do the thing. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things that, that when we do things like that, you know, and I, and you know, we're talking about transitions here, but even transitioning from work to home, sometimes we don't even do those transitions well. And yeah. having someone who, can give us grace for a moment. Yes, tough love sometimes, but grace. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times those transitions can go, okay, my job wasn't all for nothing today. You know, there's many times I tell my husband, thank you for working hard for the family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah, did we ever talk about, um, I think a good way for people to know themselves and and this, the show that we're doing here now, too, it's all, all to get people to really uh, get to know themselves better. You know, mm-hmm. about, you know, how are they doing in their love quotient? You know, are they are they more self-centered or are they more, you know, giving? You know, because I know anytime we just it's when it's all about me, you know, there's people that suffer because of that, because I'm not. I'm not giving out the love that I need to in the day. And I'm all like, why am I not getting any love? You know, know? breath in, breath out. Yes. Yeah. The best thing for people listening to one of the best things they found for depression is to get outside yourself as much as it's a little hard if you're being pressed, just do something for somebody, you know, call a friend that you think might need to, uh, you haven't talked to in a long time, you know, or go for a walk and just smile at people. Oh, here's a cool thing that I found out in research about when people are depressed. It was a funny thing to kind of trick your subconscious into releasing better endorphins. 
better endorphins in the body. Mm-hmm. And they had a, they had a bunch of students come in and they 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 rolled down. They had a pencil in front of them. They had them hooked up to machines, and they said, "Now, when I count to three, I want you to take the pencil and put it in your mouth." And so they would take it and they would go, and then because the muscles went up like this, oh. like wild. It fooled the subconscious into putting good endor- endorphins in there. In there, so I say to people, "This might sound silly because this is a little <laughs> you're feeling depressed. Just walk around all day, smiling, <laughs> even though you're feeling like crap. You know, like hello, I feel like crap. You know, so but see how it does that. You know, uh-huh. martial equipment because that's how the subconscious works. It's that's an anchor. The subconscious knows when it goes up like this, and then it's like, oh, the, the good endorphins send them out there. You know. So it's a just a little trick. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that one. Psychology, I, yeah. psychology or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, because we all get depressed and everything once in a while. But um, or, you know, again, walks in nature. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't quite understand it. But on the when I have people on the other side and they're asking, they're having depression, something problems. One of the first things they tell them to do, they say, meditate, walk in nature. Do both at the same time if you need to, because some people think they have to sit and, you know, do om or om yeah. for an hour. No, you can have your eyes wide open. Just put your intention, you know, that you want to receive and walk out where the birds and the trees and everything are. Yes. And feel well, that, that when we're going through something mental, it pays to get physical. Because you can't just process what's going on in the mental. You have to be physical to get right, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying hi to my sweetie here. Yeah. Okay. Have fun. I'll see you later. She's awesome. <laughs> that's so nice that you think of her that way. You know, that that's the thing that people forget that be physical, even if it is just about walking from one end of the house to the other, get up, get out, get moving. You know, it doesn't have to be physical. That's for me. I put on music. That is my, that's my way of when I'm when I'm working. Well, I went through a very angry moment in my life. It was, I was quite angry. So what did I do? I put on some songs that were pretty big drum beat, and I beat the steering wheel. You know, and they kind of gave me that energy. Yeah, it got me out of those moments of. You know, it was physical and it was, but yet the music represented what I was going through. So that helped me process the emotion. And, but me and music are, are that, that's part of, that's part of me anyways. So with that, that not everybody's attached to music the way I am. And I, this is so funny because I hadn't thought of this in 20 years, 20, 20 something years. Okay, I had another intuition. There was a woman I had a first date. I was supposed to go on a first date with back when I was 50-something. She was from Russia, and I met her online. Uh And, uh, yeah, and um, she had to cancel her first date, and I thought, oh, you know. And she said no because my my uh, uh, brother-in-law died, who I was really close to, you know. So I was kind of in the area. I was traveling kind of time, but I was kind of in the area, and I had been through some, you know, grief recently and everything and i had some cds that i played that helped me that helped me grieve you know so all of a sudden i got this idea and she had talked in the thing that in russia 
when they would watch TV all together, they didn't have popcorn or something, but the mom would go out and pick a bunch of apples from the tree. So they would watch these, you know, a movie on TV in Russia and they would sit there and everybody would be eating apples, you know, and it was, it was so cute. So I just had this idea. I went to the, I had never met her yet, but I thought, well, maybe I could help her in the grieving process a little bit. So I went to the store and I bought one of every kind of apple that they had. And I bought a basket and I got a nice card and I put, a couple CDs in there that I gave to her. And I said, these might help you grieve or something. I, I knew she had given me her address because I was going to meet her for the first time. But this is before I even met her. So I went to her doorstep and I put the basket there with the CDs and everything. And when I drove away, I just felt, I just felt like I did a mitzvah, you know, done a mm -hmm. good thing, you know, and maybe this will help her. So I drive down about two miles and all of a sudden in, in on the right over here, I see an upholstery shop. Now, I had been thinking and looking for someone to redo my steering wheel because it was all coming apart. And I knew I had to go to an upholster shop. So I pulled, I thought, oh, there's an upholster shop. Let me get a, you know, I was, I gave her the thing. Now I'm doing my own thing. I pull into the upholstery shop, they're closed, but then I see a door open around the back. So I thought, well, I'm just gonna ask them about how much it costs. So as I'm there, there's a guy working there by himself. And he said, what can I help you with? And he told me the price of a new leather thing here. And I went, I like this. And I go, well, no, thank you. I started to walk away. He says, hey, come here. I want to show you something. Here's here in this middle of the shop and just us two guys. He says, follow me. So he has me go up the stairs to the top. And in the top, there was a music studio. And he was in a band and they had just produced their first CD, their album. <laughs> he reaches over and gives me a CD. <laughs> oh, cool. Wasn't that cool? Uh -huh. And I wanted to cry. And I was just saying, it was just like, out it of my was like, pocket. yeah, you gave. I gave, and then what a million to one odds that that would ever happen. And here's yeah. this guy saying, I want to share this with you, and gave me a CD. So that's like, oh my gosh. Uh, I had, I'm glad we were talking about this because that, that makes me feel good inside. I just hadn't thought of that in a long time. But for people listening, it's like when you get that feeling of doing something loving for somebody, follow that. You know, that's that's your guidance or something saying somebody needs a hug, you know, mm -hmm. someone needs a smile, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Cause it, the, we're all going through something right now. You know, there's, Oh, there's these moments where transitions are happening here. And, and, you know, I, tonight in my hometown, um, there's a funeral for a 15 year old young man mm. who uh, accidentally ran into a tree and, you know, we're, we're going through a lot of transitions yeah <laughs> from from simplicity of of uh oh i can't go into a store without a mask on you know or i can't do this because i'm not vaccinated those types yeah. of transitions to changing jobs relationships and now we have sadly a lot i've heard several people i've known <laughs> Between now and the solstice or the equinox, we're going to have a big doorway of, of people passing. Really? And yeah, that um, the that's why we've been having a lot of the um, uh, a lot of our uh, actors who have been passing, and you know, like any money just went the other day. Yeah. And you know, we have these moments where these transitions happen. And they're, they are, you know, they happen. And then we'll have a bunch of women who have babies. It, it, it's just part of the transition of yeah. life. At the same time, though, you know, it is about taking that moment and, and 
finding those places of joy, just like this summer, you know, I had a moment of, of extreme, um, I, the, the, thank you, Veronica, uh, the equinox. Yes. The equinox. There we go. I don't know what I said. If I Wait, said this, <laughs> that, um, that, uh, you know, I had an extreme moment of joy down there and gratitude. And to this day that when I've been in kind of a funk here because of just reality sometimes and transitions are happening and, and it's, it's just been a rough day that um, like today was a big energetic day at school. And it's, uh, I'm glad I wasn't there all day that as we're going through things like that, that going back to those moments where we had that, Oh, well, that you know, I even had a moment where I, I, um, I was pulling up to a drive, uh, a parking spot, you know, on the, on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. I was there when somebody was pulling out. So I was, they, I was in their synchronicity of them pulling out and me pulling in. I had a car who pulled up, I was getting in the car and I was their synchronicity. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? It was just, yeah. and then it happened Whoa, uh. having those moments are those things that pull us through and, and hold on to those moments, especially like for your client that, that was here, you know, yeah. that when you're going through those life altering experiences and you're, and everything is being pulled away, grasp on to those moments, even if they're in the past, because those bring us forward. It's kind of like they say, you don't necessarily have to be in Hawaii. You can picture yourself being in Hawaii and hear the waves hit the water mm -hmm. and, and, and you can be there back energetically. And those are those things that get us through these rough patches. And yes, patches are rough. Sometimes I usually know when I have a quiet time in my life, I'm like going, what are they getting ready for? Yeah. <laughs> And that one of the things I do for uh, my clients, even when I'm not doing the, they're going to past lives or visiting the afterlife, uh, and I'm doing just regular therapy for them. One of the benefits that I, I I try to do for all of them is as I'm doing an induction with them, one way to help them get really deep in hypnosis is I I ask them beforehand. I said, if you had like a billion dollars and and could have your own retreat somewhere, would you get an island or would you be a mountain meadow or you know, where, where would be a place where you just feel like you just feel safe and relaxed with no problems and no worries? You know, it's about 80% people say ocean and the other 20, most, well, about 15% is a, a mountain meadow, you know, usually with a river or stream or some water close by. I've had one guy that says, I just want to imagine myself in a, in the, going through the desert in Arizona with the top down in the 1957 Chevy. Mm -hmm. and, and that was the one time in his life that he felt like he was just whole, you know, his whole self. But um, <clears throat> when I take them to this place in their imagination, and then uh, we we work together to create a beautiful place for them where they get all their senses involved, where they can, you know, walk in the ocean, feel the sand under their feet, you know, feel the wind and everything there. And then I instruct them in a post-tonic suggestion to as they're going to sleep at night to go back to the place, you know, for days on end and to, uh, you know, build, you know, where they're going to sleep at night. Uh, do they have mountains and everything like this? And what people don't realize is when you really see and you feel with all the senses and your imagination, this you're making a CD in your head. It's just like if you've gone to Hawaii. So, uh, and then I create an anchor form. We have a name for this. So when they're feeling depressed, they say that name, their subconscious uh, puts out that CD of them being in this beautiful 
relaxing, calm place. So they immediately begin to uh, feel relaxed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just how powerful the mind is. You know, if you can imagine it, you know, you've been there. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, that as we're going through life, you know, those places are just so energetic to us. And I misread, sorry, Veronica, it's on the 20th, September 20th is the equinox. Oh, that's when the, that's when the, the, the shortest day or the, the, the day and the night are the same hours. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah. I keep thinking, uh, I'm always thinking of this is the, when it's reached the peak, when we have the most light and the peak, when we reach the most dark, but there's mm -hmm. a place when it's the equal. It's the equal. And that's like the, equinox. Yes. the equal. Okay. See, I, I've heard that for years, but now I understand. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I, I have to put, you know, you've really helped me this week, Natasha, because when you mentioned that we're going through, you know, for a week or so, and was it that when the Mercury's in retrograde, mm -hmm. in retrograde and whatever, uh, it, it, it's usually things are tough for a week, was that? Or was it for six weeks? So right now we're in the second week of the shadow effect of it. So a planet doesn't necessarily start going backwards. The energy of it makes us kind of go back and do the re's, rethink about things, repeat things so that we want to make sure we get them done. Uh, repeat conversations or, or navigations of things so that we can make sure how do we want to do this differently. The how long re's. Is it last? So it's three weeks of walking into it. And then there, there's the switch of it that, that it's kind of like it, it's going into the, the process of now we're going to get into the meat of it. And then there's a time when it goes, then that's three weeks, Mercury's three weeks. And then there's three months, three weeks of it coming out of it. Well, when you're coming out of it, I mean, things get a little more easier to do as you're getting out of it. Yeah. We have less, less, um, um, less uh, complication, let's say with emails Yeah. or communication, it becomes lighter. Uh, now, for me, now, I was born in the midst of a lot of planets in retrograde. So, so for me, when planet, for it's easier for me. Um, and now, now for my husband, on the other hand, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so with I, that, that, that we, we, we go as we're going through things. So it's not necessarily that the planet goes into retrograde. It's just a time when it kind of makes us go through the re's. Yeah. But I was just going to say, because I was aware of that, I was noticing how I did about 20 things this week and nothing was easy. <laughs> Everything like, you know, I went to the Social Security office and they just happened to be closed. Now I can only do things by appointment, you know, so I went all the way out there for for, you know, for nothing. And I went to a, a you know, a parts place and nobody had the parts and I'd have to go through hoops and hoops and hoops to get everything that I needed. And then people would give me the wrong parts. And so I, and I, this made me be thinking because I, I went ahead and I bought that van in Arizona that you helped me find. Thank uh -huh. you. And I got, had to get an engine for it. Just coming from Texas. It's going to be put in, in two weeks. And, you know, I had to, to, to uh, do all that and had to trust that these people would be good people that would put the engine in, like they said, and they're not just going to run away with my money because I sent them money this week, you know, but everything that nothing is like, and because I knew that everything was going to be difficult, I just kind of relaxed and said, okay, this is just going to be a, a just more hoop and more hoop and it's okay. You know, mm -hmm. it's not going to be easy because sometimes it's easy breezy, you know, everything, your day, just everything fits in place. And 
said days, you know, like the, I, I was laughing to Patty about that, just saying, because she was having the same thing in real estate, you know, it's just nothing. Yeah. It, it's dealing. Mercury is about communication. Yeah. So that's communication with our brains, with other brains, or communication with our car, with ourselves. Now, the thing about about like doing, let's say, um, uh, contractual stuff, that if you've already started the process, like you starting to look for your van ahead of time, mm-hmm. it, it it's something that you you can move with it a little bit differently. Now, if you're going to start something in, let's say, a Mercury and retrograde it doesn't always bide well. You know, it may take longer, but I swear this year's theme, 2021 um, theme was Mercury and retrograde. So this yeah. whole year has been more troublesome with, with technology. And so during Mercury and retrograde, and it goes in three times a year. So this is, this is the third, because it was the beginning of the year, midsummer, and yes. So this See, is I didn't realize third. it was that often. Mercury is one of the the center. Okay, so you know we have the sun, and then we have the different planets that go around. Okay, so the planets that are closer to the sun retrograde more oh, often. Yeah, like they get Pluto. Around. Pluto is a slower planet, and so it it's it goes it goes around the moon of the sun oh. a little bit slower, and so it retrogrades a little differently. And is that why, like, sometimes you'll have Mercury and another planet it's because they line up at the same time? And it, the more planets that are closer to retrograde, the more difficult things would be. Would hey, that be well? I, I don't want to call them difficult. More insightful would be a different <laughs> language to look at the half full well, because in yeah. whenever planets are in retrograde, they're wanting you to be insightful about things to work on. Okay. So for me, it's about communication. I'm noticing that communication is not all that clear. Like I've been saying a couple things that were truthful, but they weren't the truth. And and so things have been a little sketchy and and people haven't quite um, they, they've they've tried to give grace about it. But yet at the same time, life yeah. is life and we're all kind of being triggered right now with with transitions. And so, so what it, we should all do for the next couple of weeks anyway, if we're having to deal anything that has specifics is to double check our figures to have say for ordering something with someone, have them double check to make sure they have the right item. Don't, yep. you know. And then when you receive it, make sure you have the right item in the right box. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. So um, it's almost time for us to go. I was told uh, to, to pull some cards. So I was asking, what do we need to work through these transitions with? Okay. Okay. And so Ray came up and she said, yoga Yoga and exercise is essential to your well-being, peace of mind, and spiritual growth right now. So, in other words, be physical. You know, yeah. Even if it's sitting there meditating, it, it is a physicality. You're having to work through a lot of mental stuff, even if walk up and down the house. Just do something to get your body moving. Um, uh, let's see. Um, so, um, this is... Um, Serafina, Serafina, I'm the angel of families. Happy change and additional is coming to your families. So happy in other what? words, it yeah. So um, happy change or addition is coming to your family. So this isn't necessarily about kids. This is about, you know, if you're, if you're keeping the perspective and looking at her, 
she has the world behind her, doesn't she? She has the universe behind her. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, though, she's holding a new baby. So it's new birth of ideas, new birth of opportunities, new birth of, of experiment, you know, just just yeah. be willing to walk through a door because you never know where that doorway and that hallway is going to lead. Yeah. And and yet at the same time, though, it is time for us to kind of take um, Desiree is telling us it's time to do our research. You know, don't no. always jump there again, Mercury retrograde. Don't always jump right away. It's about, you know, making sure doing the navigation. It's like you heard about this van. You wanted to check in with it. You wanted to see if it was the right one, you know, and, and it may not be totally the right one. It may yeah. be a jumping stone for you. Yeah. I don't know yet because it's still being played out. Right. It's feeling better than not for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get a pretty good feeling about it, you know, but I think it represents, see that the van represents for me a new project, you know, even though, cause I'm going to learn a lot of things that I don't know right now about, you know, wiring and insulating and, cutting holes and vans. And so, you know, it, it just feels good to learn a new skill and to have something nice to show for it afterwards, you know, mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can go do some traveling next summer, you know, and, and stuff. So, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and so we'll see, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been good. Good week. Good, good, good. It, 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 it's amazing when we're moving with life, what can happen? So if I can give anything to anybody, that please remember that a transition is just a doorway. It's yeah. a doorway into someplace else. And if you can just, and I, there's that just word. <laughs> if I can support you or you can support yourself in, in knowing that as we walk forward, there has to be endings for new beginnings. There has to be this movement forward. And as we're going through the equinox and the energies of transitions and loved ones going away, remember, call out your greater good. Ask for your support of your greater, um, your, your, whoever you choose to call your God or your higher power or your, your being that, that you go to because they will lead you. They'll lead you by showing you um, animals, you know, birds, you know, Anything will talk to you. I've had butterflies in, in the midst of me. I had a little jumping spider on me. And I go, oh, get ready to jump into the little ideas. Um, oh, thank you. You know what I mean? It's like the animals are here to teach us, show us that there's communication. So if I can give you anything, please just trust. Trust the process because it's going to lead you somewhere. And if you're losing someone, please know nobody goes home alone. Yeah. Nobody goes home alone. <laughs> So you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com or you can reach me, email me at Natasha at angelicclarifications.com. Yeah. And if you, if you need to reach me, uh, uh, I do actually uh, Zoom sessions, either with regular therapy, specializing in PTSD, fears, phobias, uh, you know, depression, anxiety, um, an EFT practitioner, which we've talked to many times before, which is really helps for regular therapy. But then I, I, I love working for the Newton Institute doing these uh, life between life sessions where my clients uh, easily go to a past life and then proceed to go on to there to the place we all go between lives and where they can spend a couple hours there just uh, having a ball. Like it's like, like being in Disneyland, you know, and going from place to place. So uh, you can reach me at visit the There's a lot of things on the website to explain all about this and 
in what I do. So happy to help anybody uh, that uh, would like some help. So uh, we're, we're gone till next week at four, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what, exactly how the topic will be, but there's, it's life. So there's, we could talk about the same topic every week and, and look at it differently. You know, <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. Thank you, Regan, for doing this with me. You're welcome. And Thanks please, if you um, are on YouTube or Facebook, please like this page or, um, or do something uh, to support this process because as we come through and we're here every Monday at four Pacific time, four o'clock. Yeah. I got tongue tied all of a sudden. My love to everyone and blessings to you. And we'll see you next year, next week, which is our birthday next week. Okay. We'll just get another birthday next week. Sounds good. Yep. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye, everyone.